Hi, this is Tom Field, Editorial Director with Information Security Media Group. Recently, the FDIC set up an advisory committee on community banking. We're speaking today with one of the committee members, Charles Brown, Chairman and CEO of Insignia Bank in Sarasota, Florida. Charlie, thanks so much for joining me today. You're very welcome. Just for some context for our audience, could you tell us a bit about yourself and your institution? Sure, sure. Uh, Previous to starting this organization, I served as CEO over uh, two banking charters uh, for approximately 12 years. And for the last three years, I've been focused on um, uh, growing uh, this organization, which uh, has the... um, I, I guess a reference point of being the highest capitalized bank in Sarasota's history. Uh, we've been operating for a little over two years with uh, $131 million in assets. And boy, you picked a great time to start a bank, didn't you? Well, it's been an interesting market, but from uh, a timing standpoint, it was a little bit better than had we started a few years ago. Sure. So tell us about the committee. This was just named, uh, the committee members were named a week ago. What perspective do you think you're going to bring to this committee? I think the fact that I've run community banks both in extremely strong economic times as well as these more challenging times, uh, and I've uh, been very involved with um, uh, legislative and policy issues through Florida Bankers and American Bankers Association over the years. Now, what kind of expectations do you have for this group and what it can accomplish? Well, I I think we're going to be serving as a sounding board uh, for the FDIC and uh, I think from an accomplishment standpoint, uh, the most important point will be that uh, we'll help the FDIC uh, consider all variables and possible consequences to any actions they might be pondering or even have in place today. Now, you certainly have got broad banking experience. How would you say that community banking issues like those you're going to be discussing differ from those that might be facing the larger institutions? Well, while it's not a, an issue that faces our particular organization because we were so highly uh, capitalized when we started, uh, for most of the industry right now, access to capital is a, uh, a fairly significant issue compared to what the uh, larger institutions are, are faced with. Uh, you've heard it referred to as the too-big-to-fail doctrine. Uh, this, this type of philosophy definitely has an impact on uh, the smaller community banks. Now, we've just completed a very challenging year. What would you say have been your institution's biggest challenges at a time when certainly the nation's banks have been under pressure in uh, in your your home state in particular? Well, very simple, and uh, it's it's the the challenge has been the uh, the changing real estate values. Uh, if we see a point where the market will recognize that um, we truly have bottomed out or started to see some resurgence in value, I think it will change the entire um, uh, environment of uh, lending uh, as well as uh, individuals um, uh, purchasing property for investment or income. So you talk about the challenges. What would you say have been your bank's biggest successes, in, uh, especially in such a short time? Uh, our people, starting with the board of directors, the management team, and uh, the other uh, members of the support team at the bank have just been fantastic. We were very fortunate to start with a, a really strong core of, of individuals who tend to always uh, lead to even other stronger individuals. And then secondarily, we place a very high premium on communication, uh, both amongst ourselves uh, as well as our shareholders and customers. That communication, I'm sure, has been tested over the past year. Sure. 
Now, one of the things that I hear about a lot when I talk with community banking institutions are the security threats. You hear about Heartland, certainly, which has affected so many institutions. What have you found to be the biggest security threats to the institution, to your, your shareholders and customers, and what have you done to counter them? Well, if, if we're speaking in terms of, uh, of, of pure security as it, as it pertains to either data or safety, um, it still is the good old-fashioned bank robbery. Uh, and what we've done to counter those, we've put a lot of other physical uh, controls in place um, that involve uh, uh, mag locks on the doors, uh, where in order to enter our branches, uh, individuals have to be uh, have to hit a uh, button to be buzzed into the office, which has been received very positively uh, from our uh, uh, from our consumers and our customers. And in a new branch location, we've built the um, as part of that process the uh, the man trap. Uh, concept where there are two sets of doors that an individual has to go through. Uh, again, both of these have, uh, uh, of these procedures have been received very uh, favorably by our customers as that they feel safer uh, in the office knowing that uh, we're taking a look at anyone before they come in through the front door. And while data security uh, is something that's always first and foremost, we've been very fortunate and maybe part of that is due to uh, some of the um, the products that we use, the procedures that we use to, to secure such data, uh, but we really haven't seen any issues um, uh, there on our front line. Uh, we have been made aware of uh, other banks where there have been security breaches um, with um, uh, with uh, online cash management, et cetera, uh, due to uh, maybe less than the, the multiple levels of, uh, of uh, authentication uh, that one might that should be using or 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 that we use, but again, we haven't seen that um, we have any issues on that level. Let's talk about customer confidence. How do you assess the level of customer confidence in your institution? How do you see it now versus a year ago when there's a little bit more confusion in the marketplace? Well, we've seen some increase in customer confidence, and and some of that might be due to the fact that we we are held in a fairly high regard. Uh, with rating services, uh, and uh, unfortunately, some of the other uh, institutions have uh, uh, have varied uh, in their um, in their ratings, uh, which uh, I guess separates us a little bit from the pack. Uh, as a result, uh, and uh, unfortunately, due to some of the uh, bank failures in our market, we've seen a fairly positive influx of deposits as folks uh, tend to rush for an organization that not only on paper looks good, but they can also speak to uh, the owners and the directors and the management team on a daily basis if needed be. Well, you know, you've got a unique challenge there, really, because you are in an area that has seen so many failures. How do you reassure your customers or customers that, or new customers that want to come to you that you're not affected by other institutions' bad problems? We use, uh, I mentioned communication early on, uh, we use a number of tools. Uh, we are using a quarterly newsletter uh, sent out via email uh, to our shareholder group. Uh, we are using um, uh, uh, collateral material at the client service desk that demonstrate the bank's capital level because, again, capital is king and it is the ultimate safety net. Uh, it also seems to be the primary differentiator 
uh, from one organization to the next. So it keeps coming back to a level of communication. Uh, we make sure that there are multiple channels, whether it be email, uh, letters that are sent out to our shareholders, or face-to-face -face communication uh, at the front line. And then last but certainly, hopefully not least, um, I myself get very involved uh, on a customer-by-customer -customer basis when needed uh, to talk to them a little bit further about the institution and how it stacks up in this economy uh, versus other organizations. So one last question for you, Charlie. As a community institution looking into 2010, what are the trends and the challenges you're going to be most focused on for your organization and for the perspective you'll bring to this new FDIC group? Well, and, and while this isn't a, uh, a very sexy answer, it's, it comes back to the item we issued and, and or talked about earlier, and that is uh, real estate values. Um, our, our business in the state of Florida still revolves quite a bit around the real estate industry. Uh, and until there is some stabilization, which of course we're starting to see uh, in the uh, lower quartiles of the residential industry, it'll be very difficult and con there will continue to be volatility in the banking market. So um, as we see real estate values, start to stabilize, I think our life will become much simpler uh, and, uh, and easier to manage. But until that point, it is something that we continue to focus on, whether it be with loan loss provisions, uh, with portfolio diversification strategies, um, or uh, simple tracking mechanisms to make sure we understand our risk levels. Very good, Charlie. I appreciate your time and your insight today. You're very welcome. We've been talking about community banking. We've been talking with Charles Brown. Chairman and CEO of Insignia Bank. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.